We are live, guys. Welcome to a special edition of Thinking Outside of the Box. And I am Eddie Box, a.k.a. Philly Box, representing that 215. I got my other half with me. I'm going to let her, you know, go ahead and introduce herself to you guys. And she's going to take it from there. Hey, guys. It's your girl, Karma, here. Welcome back to this week's show. And get ready for an earful. Hey, 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 you know, we got a we got a lovely guest tonight, you know, coming coming in to, you know, spice up the show. We got we going we going to make a jump. You know, it's during the middle of the week. We usually do shows on Sundays, guys, but, you know, we had to make an exception for this. You know, we are flexible with our schedule. So, you know, we're going to we're going to make it do what it does. So, you know, (laughs) oh, man. Yes. Uh, do we have our guest for today, Ed? Is she on? Is she live? Um, I don't. Oh, hold. Hey, hey, hey. There she is. Hey, lovely Keisha. Hey, Keisha. Hey, hey. How are you doing? Good. How are you? How's... Good. Awesome. Welcome back. Yeah, welcome you. back. Outside of the box, you know, we make we make special arrangements. <laughs> you know, like I was telling people, we usually do the show on Sunday, but you know, we did it in the middle of the week. We had we had to do something special. So, you know, but we're gonna jump right into this. We're gonna let you, you know, introduce yourself and you know, just tell the people a little bit about you and then we just gonna vibe tonight, y'all. That's all we're gonna do. We're gonna vibe, but we're gonna let Keisha go ahead and tell y'all what she got going on and all that good stuff. So the floor is all yours, Keisha. Can y'all hear me, Ro? Absolutely. Okay, great. Hello, however y'all doing tonight. What's up? What's up? I'm Keisha. I'm um <laughs> from Austin, Texas, and I am working with artists in a publicist capacity out here. I am an accountant, and um, I pretty much like to be around everything related to entertainment and music, so I'm really working towards um, starting my own publicist company and working with artists, and um, I'm just excited to be on the show. Yes, we're excited to have you, Keisha. So we're going to go ahead and dive right in and just put you right on the spotlight. Are you ready? 20 questions and plus? Let's do it. Let's do it. it. Let's do it. Yes. Damn, a dub. Just like that. Damn, a dub. (laughs) Okay, so Keisha, for this year, um, my question that I have that I kind of just wonder with everyone – experiencing I guess what 2020 has to bring um how has 2020 kind of impacted your outlook in within your work what you do well for one I've been forced to work from home and I'm normally used to going into the office every day so um it's been challenging just because I'm not interacting with my coworkers, and I just love to go into the office every day and so now just being home and you know, in front of a computer without any social interaction has been the challenging part is about my work, um, my, my day-to-day work. But as far as like on the music side, um, we I had a lot of things planned with some artists over the March. We have a big festival here called South by Southwest. And um, shout out South by Southwest. Yeah. What? And um, I, we were literally looking forward to all the shows that were lined up and, Right when um, it was the week before 
it was supposed to begin. That's when everything was canceled. So I believe that was the most challenging part is just the preparation and excitement and, and getting ready to attend the shows and thinking about, you know, the network and who you're going to see, you know, because a lot of big artists come here for that. And, um, you know, it just was quarantine. So yeah. it, was, it, it wasn't the most exciting spring but I think that it was good for everybody to have that downtime so that they can focus more and on themselves and um mm -hmm. hopefully like doing some healing I mean I've done a lot of healing so I would say that's been a plus side of that I've been really working on myself and getting better in some areas that I um was um had some weaknesses so okay hey. that's beautiful hey that's that's all good um Okay, so where did you draw your inspiration from and who are some some people that inspired you along your journey to, you know, get to where you are? I know you still got ways to, um, that you want to go, but who inspired you thus far, you know, to want to be an entrepreneur and just want to want to want your own publishing company and just do everything that you're doing in general. So just tell us a little bit about that, if you can. Uh, I would say my inspiration comes from my family. Um, I have a we have a family business here, so I've always had that entrepreneurial spirit and working and having that freedom to, um, you know, go into the restaurant. We have a barbecue business here in Austin. It's called Willie's Barbecue, and um, I started running the register up there when I was like in fourth grade. And um, my grandfather gave me just a lot of freedom to um, work with the money, you know. And so I had a really up close and personal experience with managing money at a very young age and it was trust involved with that so um I would say my inspiration to become an entrepreneur would definitely be my family dynamic um having having watched my grandfather um have the business now 30 years has been a um a blessing to um see that success that came around that but um how I particularly was inspired to going to the post's role is just from being connected to we have a strong live music community here we're known as the live music capital of the world so it's like any day of the week you can literally go find tons of bands tons of live shows and a lot a lot of energy and what I found is that I was inspired by that energy like you know people come together um, around music and it's just love you know I would literally dance the night away on a Tuesday night you know and then <laughs> at the end you know being connected with a band you know it's breaking down and we're all just chilling you know having dinner you know eating somewhere afterwards and I really like that I like that um um variety that you get you never know what the crowd's gonna be like you never know um uh, what songs they're gonna sing it's just always different and um that's what I really liked and it's a lot different from our day job being an accountant is very routine you know it's an accounting cycle it's 10 steps they're not going to change each month you know and um and you, you don't really have opportunity to network and connect with people um in a finance and accounting department besides your coworkers, and we're constantly having to work together to make sure everything is right in that respect in terms of the financials but it's very you know routine you know what you're going to get every day in that environment so um just watching the energy and the passion that artists have around the gift that God has blessed them with and wanting to um, help them hone in on being, you know, how to take their careers to the next level. So um, I started working with the artist. Her name is Marche here. And she approached me with an opportunity to um, work in a publicist aspect for her. And I was, 
I've just been really excited about that opportunity. And um, I believe that what she saw in me was that I definitely had that aura of like a gatekeeper, which is similar to being an accountant. You are watching after something, watching after somebody, making sure everything is straight. And I believe that I'm strong. I have a strong gift in that area of um, watching our head always on swivel, making sure things are going the way they should be going, the way that it was planned to go but prior to it going into it and just having that trust and building that trust within the artistic community has been a true blessing for me, I should say. Hey. Okay. That's, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. So karma, I know you because you said you got a whole clip. I got I got some questions, but you got but you got your clip ready and blazing. So if the next shot, you know <laughs> what I mean, you, you can pop you can pop your next shot. Yes. I got I got a few more questions, but you know you you pop shot tonight, so it's on you definitely for sure. Okay, okay, so <laughs> you don't have to name names because I know in your work you meet a lot of people, you deal with a lot of people. Like you said, you're the gatekeeper. But has there been any artists that you've worked with who kind of kind of made it difficult for you to move forward with them and for you to kind of get them out there the way you feel they should have portrayed versus what they saw <laughs> no name uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow um i would definitely say that you know it has been some challenges because um when i began working in the in working or being connected. I'm going to say being connected more than I say working because I wasn't hired to do a job as I was building my network and making these connections throughout um, the musician and creative community here. It was just actually me being around and being invited and then becoming accepted and then also you know then being able to be in some trusted places. So um, I think that exposure um, gave me you know a little bit uh, de a deeper perception but um, I wouldn't say that anyone held me back I would say that although people saw what my skills were and what I brought to the table that they didn't hone or foster to help elevate me or put me in a position so that I could um, um, grow or have an opportunity to pursue something that I was interested in. So I was doing a lot of work, but not getting a lot of credit for it. And mm -hmm. um, I found myself um, just feeling um, unappreciated and more okay. than I would say someone pushed me to not be successful. So because a lot of it was just because I was passionate and I truly, truly cut and care for those people, you know, yeah. so um it, it, it had nothing to really do with, with it being intentional. I should just say that, you know, real eyes, you have to recognize, you know. And when you recognize something, at first you don't see it. But once you start, then you have to know that you're, what your worth is, what your value is. And then I think at those moments when I started, when, when I noticed that, I, I saw myself, it, it, it was a reason why people were gravitating and connecting to what they saw I was good at, but not putting me in a position to eat with them you know what I'm saying um but definitely um appreciating my work and I thank everyone for all those opportunities but it wasn't until 
recently when I got the call from this tip artist I mentioned where she was very intentional and specific about what I what what I saw you did really great and how I would love for you to work with me and if it means you ha allowing my platform to be your springboard into something you passionate and what you want to do I want to give that opportunity and I can say I really appreciated that because that showed that you know someone was willing to not only take a chance but also um know that you know their brand and their reputation is also in it closely in my hands as well so that meant a lot okay okay so, oh go ahead ed what do you say no 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 I was, I was just saying i was just saying cool beans i was just you know listening oh. to what she was saying and just you know giving her some yes. kudos yes no, <laughs> definitely definitely it's it's work that you got to be strong willed for it. I can imagine, you know, you got to kind of be firm and just go with it. So mm -hmm. Keisha, so what do you feel or what have you, I guess, created? I, I don't know how to put it, but I'll just get it out. Um, that what makes you stand out from other publicists or what is your, your plan so that you, aside from the other people who are also either aspiring or coming into the game, like, do you, do, have you thought about that? Or have you incorporated anything that'll kind of be like, hey, like, this is, this is Keisha, this is her thing. Damn, you got the clip locked and loaded tonight, boy. You shoot <laughs> I love it, I love it. Damn. Yes. Damn. Need it. <laughs> I think what separates me is my energy. Um, I have a natural light I should say um, I'm a very positive um, I, I look at everything from a up and up and a positive point of view so I believe what separated me and what stood out when I was in those rooms is that not only was I um, I carry myself very well but I also had a have a lot of energy that shifts the energy in the room you know I love to dance I love to laugh I love to smile I love to connect people um, I don't, you know, look like that business person sitting in the corner, you know, I'm oh, at Starbucks. I, I, exactly. Perfect. And that's not me. I have my heels on. Anti-social. Yeah, <laughs> I have my dress on. I'm a part of the show as well as what's going on around. And I think as a, in a publicist role, you know, you're the lazy on between the artist and the public. So I believe that um, what I see myself is that I'm a great protector, you know, and so mm -hmm. things that shouldn't come up against um, an artist that I would work with, I'll, you know, I'll definitely ensure that that thing, um, everything will run smoothly. You know, I'm a very organized, um, you know, I wouldn't say a perfectionist, but I like to get things done and done the right way. So I believe I can be trusted, like more than anything, like I said, um, trust is uh, earned, is not given. So um, I think I take that time to allow people to be who they are. And then I am who I am. And together we can just really do great things because I'm not trying to change you I want to just make better what you already have going on and obviously not being a creative my hat that I wear is a lot different with that logical rational pragmatic points of view I come from that I think it brings a, a different perspective to any um, decisions or whatever's uh, having to be done I think that my unique point of view is what sets me apart okay I can see that yeah that's cool so um so the next question that I have for you is, 
a little bit about Austin and, you know, how it was to grow up in Austin because, you know, we hear about, you know, Houston, Dallas, San Antonio. We hear about the bigger cities. And I didn't really hear too much about Austin, you know, until, like, South, I really started hearing about South by Southwest. So just, you know, I'm pretty sure it was like growing up anywhere. But, you know, like anything that was different. Tell us, you know, what, what y'all was doing down there when you was growing up and what do y'all still be doing down <laughs> Austin? Let us know what's going on in, in Austin, Texas. Well, Austin has the slogan of keeping Austin weird. So you'll see a lot of different colorful people here. It's a lot of a weirdo town. <laughs> yes, a lot of weird, weird weirdos, weird things that, that you'll see. It's a very friendly, friendly, open, welcoming city. And my experience being born and raised here was that Austin was very, it was a smaller, you know, it was a lot small. I mean, we've grown tremendously in the last two decades um so um we did a lot of you know going to the park you know listening to music um just hanging out with our families it wasn't really as much to do but with the tech boom and obviously the university of texas austin being here and they have a technology incubator we've attracted a lot of um all the major tech companies apple google um texas instruments um apply it's just a lot so many tech companies here that the job growth changed and so the dynamics of the city changed we had a very strong black austin east austin community and because of gentrification that's changed it's not many you know what i used to know is 12th street and 11th street and i would never see a person not of color on that street now you walk down that street and um you know you can't really find many of us and the homes are very pricey now so we've dealt with all the major things that happens in major cities um as far as like from a geographical standpoint but um as far as like just culture wise I would say the most that has changed for me is um the it, it, it's a transplant as they call it that's what we say here oh you're a transplant it's a lot of California a lot of people came here because of the um tech boom and so you won't find many Austinites here like organic Austinites we're always few and far between it's like they say we're rare now like oh you're a rarity I'm like hey but this is one city you know um because it, it it literally has changed um but it's beautiful it's been a beautiful growth experience um and I I enjoy it I think that that, you know, I'm I'm open for change. So I think a lot, some people, we have a lot of people don't like it, but for me, I think it's beautiful to see, you know, the culture change, the people change and um, opportunities have become um, a lot, you know, it's a lot of opportunities here in Austin. That's cool. That's cool. Cause I don't, I haven't, you know, like I said, known too much about Austin. I know that the South by Southwest is, you know, held down there. And that's all I pretty much knew. But, you know, I'm grateful for the um for having you now to know somebody from Austin. And that leads me into my next question is, you know, shout out to Southern ENT and 1501. And, you know, tell the people a little bit about your, your relationship with Nitty. And for those of you who don't know who Nitty is, that's T Nitty. He uh, he has a lot of um different artists and a lot of different things going on with um 1501. So just, you know, tell the people, and that's how I got a chance to, you know, meet Keisha through a virtual listening party. But just, just tell the people about Nitty and about how y'all met and y'all relationship and the things that, you know, y'all got going on and coming up or past or whatever, you know, just, just explain to us a little bit about that situation. Shout out Nitty. Um, I'm going to say, in his words, 
we gonna make sure the north side eat. That's what he says. Nitty's <laughs> uh, so, um. I met Nitty through South, in South by Southwest 2019. Um, honestly, it was very, I believe that it was, um, you know, it was, inten- you know, God intended for us to meet each other because it was so random you know, and rare. Right. Yeah, how, how, how we were connected. Um, it was a Tuesday night. It was a pre-South by Southwest because how the festival works, it's a film and technology and um and education the first week and then the second week is the music week so he came in a little early before the actual music started and we were at a at a um event and uh we were all in the circle I was introduced to him like that and then um the next night I was headed to another show and he saw me on 6th street which is where pretty much all these shows go down during during south by southwest and it's a street that's blocked off Thursday through Saturday here as well and um, people just up and down. And so I was just walking down 6th Street and he noticed me and he literally, I'm be honest, he kind of, you know, ran, ran over or, you know, sped to try to catch me. And he was like, hey, were you that girl who I saw last night? And I was like, yeah. He was like, let me give you my business card. You know, I see something in you and I would love to rap with you. And I was like, OK, bet, you know, so took his card and hit him up the next day and we literally went sat and had lunch and he just spoke to me about my visions about my goals at this time I hadn't really developed what would be my niche or what would work for me um I was just passionate about music and just loved to be around the vibes you know and he just told me he was like I see something in you he was like you got this vibe about you this aura Mm -hmm. like that you know like you wouldn't be well, you know, not to be messed with, and that um, once he learned what my background was, and and us talking, he was just like his his words were like, I can see you doing this, like be what I am in Austin, what I am in Houston, in Austin, and I was right. blown away by that. I was like, wow, how could a one meeting, you know, obviously nothing is too too big for God, but that's just how I felt as a woman, first of all, black sitting across the street, I mean, across the table from a, a, a you know, a record executive and mm-hmm. without a resume, without, you know, to, you know, dropping names, I I really had nothing but my passion in my, in, in who I am as a person. He spoke those words on to me and I've carried those since that day. And I think that that's what brought me closer to where I am now. Cause I was like, I feel like I should be doing this. I'm excited about it. I love doing it. And I, I love being in this industry. So I have I see someone believes in me and since that day he's been a phone call away whenever he has something going on in Houston he invites me down um I'm like family when I come to the studio you know um you know we just we he's really introduced me to the hip hop and R&B well really more hip hop in uh in Houston and allowed me to you know wherever he goes he's it's an open door ticket for me to be there and I think that that's just I can't I couldn't I couldn't be more excited about the confidence that that gave me to know that, you know, someone's willing to really support you if you're if you're serious about it. And um, yeah, he's just and if I have an artist and I want him to meet them, he's like, yep, pull up at the studio with him. You know, we can see what's popping. So he's just really supportive of anything that 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 I that I want to do or that he can see me doing. He he's he just like, let me know what I can do. 
See, that's cool because he saw he saw it. Not only did you have it in you, he saw it on you. You know what I'm saying? Some people have it in them and some people have it on them. And sometimes it, we can't always see what somebody else can see. Somebody can say, you know, I could see a star and you are. We be like, you know, like, I, I know I'm good or this, that and the third. But other people view us differently. So he saw something definitely in you and it was on you, too. So, you know, shout out to Nitty. Shout out to. Shout out to P Supreme we had as a guest on the show. You know, shout out to H Town. Shout out to the Texas man. Shout out, shout out to all the whole world, man. Everybody who listened, everybody that rock with thinking outside the box. I'm gonna flip it yes. back to Mama because I know she got her clip. I know she still got her clip already, and she's ready to still shoot. I, I, I'm gonna fall back for a little bit and get my thoughts together. So I'm gonna just yes. let Carmen shoot it from the hip. Well, Keisha, so with you having the opportunity to network with who you've networked with and just, you know, get here in life, um, are you where you expected yourself to be on your journey? Um, <laughs> not exactly, because I never thought that music would be a part of my journey and um, being closely connected to, you know, artists and labels and things of that nature. So, I'm grateful for where I am in my journey, but as far as um, what I ex- um, what I have expected it, no, not at all. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, no. I, but, but I like think I'm in a good curveball. It was it was a huge curveball. Honestly, I thought that I was going to be a CFO of a of a Fortune 500 company. I went to one of the a great business school, one of the best in the country. Actually, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. not to toot my own horn, but UT has the number one accounting program in the country and it's been that way for the, yeah I'm tooting it girl for the past <laughs> 20 years and, um, I mean, and, I, and when you say number one you have to know that you're with the Princeton's and the Harvard and the Yale you know that, that, yes. that, that's, that that's where those, um, those numbers come from and so being at um, the top accounting program in the business school it always you know it's like you're, you're trained or you're molded to be some high executive in a, in a, in a company, in whatever Fortune 500 company you want to name, is so many graduates out of that program doing those, working in those jobs today. So I saw myself rising in the ranks of in the financial world, and so for me to have pivot myself into something that I can also leverage my business acronym and my accounting skills to help people, but also do it in an industry that I'm that I love. I love music. You know, I mean, I'm not, I just, music is, is it what gets me through every day, you yes, know. Hey, black. Most black people, most, that, that's how it is. That's how music, music controls our spirit. So, you know. Yeah. Yes. And, um, so medicine. it's been, it's been a, it, so that's been a, the curveball. So okay. where I'm at in my, in my professional career, I'm, I'm satisfied with, but it's not what, drives me or what excites me um it's just I know that it was a it was a very great career to choose and um obviously when I was accepted you know it was a lot of things going on with the recession and things of that nature so people were choosing stable careers during that time so as I thought I would do um finance I chose accounting because what business do you know can operate without an accounting department? Or exactly. Some type of account, you know, so it was a more astute decision for me to choose to major in that. And it was a, the most, the, the, the best decision that I could have made was to choose accounting because it's known as, it's what they call the language of business. So and if you have that knowledge, you can apply 
that to anything related, marketing, technology, finance, you know, everything. So I'm Yeah, I suck with numbers, so I gotta give it to you. <laughs> I gotta give it to you, girl. Hey, <laughs> yeah. God knew. God knew. God knew what you know what our purpose is. Sometimes we we walk, you know, we want to do things, but God knows our purpose and knows what's in our heart. So he know you love music. He said, music makes me lose control. So he knew, he knew that's where he know where he know where we supposed to be in life. You know, we choose things and you know, we choose, like you said, you're like, I'm going to be the a CEO of a fortune 500 company. And it was like, all right, that's what you was thinking, but God was like, I got a whole nother totally different plan for you. So I'm glad to hear that you are, you know, walking in your passion and your purpose at the same time. And it's going to, you're going to serve people and you're going to continue to do great things. I'm going to speak that right over your life right now. So just keep, keep on doing what you're doing, Keisha. Amen. Thank you. Yes. Yes. So Keisha, so with all this talk about you, expecting one thing in life getting another do you remember what you wanted to do when you were a little girl like what was the dream was it the normal <laughs> doctor veterinary year what was it <laughs> come on girl listen <laughs> do you know oh. that my life <laughs> okay I would say that I've always been a, a smart like academically excel I excelled in academics so I didn't really know exactly what I wanted to do but I when I got to high school, you know, you have your senior memories book, senior memory book. I actually mm-hmm. wrote in my senior memory book that I would major in accounting. Oh wow! Okay, so you I already know. knew it. I I already knew it, and it wasn't until later that I actually went back to school because I um was a teenage mom, so I didn't go to co- immediately go to college. I was I, I think I was six years. I took six years off. And um, before I went back to school. And so you forget about that when you're dealing with the day-to-day life of being a mother, you know, yes, and, and running a family. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it wasn't like I, I thought like, oh, my God, I have to go become accountant now. It wasn't like that. It literally happened um, it, it, organically. What happened is I just enrolled in community college because I saw myself being young, being a young mother and wanting to provide more for my children, but also very protective over them and wanting to be there. So once they got to a, um, they were five and three, I was like, okay, I need to go back to school because I need to start preparing for the future now. And um, I just enrolled in the community college and, 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 and started the business administration program. End up, God had a whole plan for me once I got to the community college because I am a person that'll put my whole heart in whatever I do and even though I was managing my family I was excelling still like I have since elementary school in my academics and I end up having a 3.9 GPA and getting accepted into the number one accounting program in the country with all that juggling all of that so won't he do it yeah won't he do it like I I definitely beat some odds and um and and it was all in in that in that impurity of providing a better way for the children not because I was choosing my dream role so once I um, did the business administration degree I had to choose a major once I got to UT once I was accepted to UT and that's why I said I was going in the finance route and then God showed me like this integrated program where you can do your bachelor's and master's concurrently and it's top program and I was like okay I'm gonna shoot for that and that was like shooting for the stars if you think about it from 
from a statistical point because this yes. program accepts 200 between 250 to 270 people a year you only can be accepted in the fall and it's over 3,000 applicants and typically it's less than it's only one percent black get in in my cohort it was four of us that was accepted of that 270 it was four blacks one male three female and we went through that program together so I would have never expected in a million years that I would have I would have been chosen to be one of four blacks of a 270 cohort the odds and it it happened for you and the strength and the just the the lack of what am I saying here you you couldn't be afraid you had to go do it you had to get it done you know so you you made it happen you did your thing and look at you now exactly awesome that's amazing you know when I was looking over your profile um you could just you could see your light through the pictures. You could see who Keisha is through your pictures, and you just you illuminate. And I, it was beautiful and shocking to see because it's not often that you can see the light of people through a picture before even speaking to them like that. So I definitely know it's there. Your potential is there, and you know your little ones are are so lucky to have somebody like you to lead them. It's definitely beautiful. Um, and that kind of leads to my next question, Keisha. Well, you got all the questions tonight, huh? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> you got all the rest tonight. I'm ready. She got all the rest tonight. <laughs> yes, I just want to dig in and dissect her mind. <laughs> so, Keisha, do you are you expecting your kids to kind of follow in your footsteps? Like, you know how some parents they kind of they put their um, career, not in a bad way, you know, but they put their career and, and what they do as a family um, onto their kids' shoulders and they would like them to carry that on. Is that kind of what you would like to see your family do as well, to follow the line of Keisha's um, oh, role? Ho, 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 Keisha, do you have kids or a, or a child? Because I heard Karma say children, or do you have a child? I have children. Okay, okay, because I wasn't, okay, okay, cool, okay, all right. Back, my, fault, though, my fault, my fault, my fault, my <laughs> fault. Yes. Oh, but, oh, yes. <laughs> I, I do. I would say my answer has has changed. When my oldest was choosing her path and which way she would go, she told me she didn't know what she wanted to do. So I decided because in eighth grade here they have them like a curricular pro, pro, curriculum that they have to follow for their high school year. So it's like you have to choose a path. It was mm-hmm. you know social healthcare than business and obviously I think business is a great foundation for anybody you know it either is. you choose to do accounting or, or or don't use it at all the knowledge that you gain from the business education will help you in anything you do in life so I told her to do the the, the um the business path she didn't like it um so that helped me Uh-oh. with my set with with my daughter her her younger sibling to let her just choose what you know she wants to do so she's actually wants to become a nurse and I'm definitely not discouraging her from that but I will say with my eldest she wants she's more my creative child and I don't believe that I fostered that enough in her as when she was younger because I just thought like you said you're you don't care for numbers I always thought math and stem and you know was the most important thing because that's where the 
where you know that's where life. the country you play, going. You, you play know, a number game in life. The number game, <laughs> the man. You know, I can't tell you if you decide to become a dancer that you're going to be able to pay your bills, but I will tell you if you decide to do anything in STEM related that you're not going to be without a job in the next 20, 10, 20 years. You know, and that was me, obviously, like you said, the numbers game. So I wouldn't say that I necessarily wanted them to follow my path, um, but I definitely. Want to set them up for success? Yeah, want to set them up for success. So I definitely encourage them to do something, again, like how I chose to something that's more stable, something that you can fall back on, something that'll always be there, um, definitely. That's cool. I got a question. I got a question. I got a question for, well, a few questions. I'm just, um, who would you like to work with, you know, in the music industry? Like, who would you like to meet and who would you like to, you know, do some accounting work, some publicist work. Like, give me a few people that you would love to not, yeah, let me take back the like that you would love to, you know, work with and have them get a chance to meet you and you just, you put it, you put on your best Keisha, like, let's go. Megan Thee Stallion. <laughs> I like <laughs> Megan right now. I mean, I, you know, I love her. Hot Girl Summer. Yeah, Hot Girl Summer. Um, oh, man. I would say <laughs> Megan, definitely. Um, um, Cardi B. I mean, every I know it's a lot of buzz around them right now, but I like the I like how powerful they are and how free they are. And um, I would love to work around similar spirits like myself. I feel like it's a lot of Cardi in me. It's a lot of Megan in me. You know, I'm right. a professional, but I'm that much connected to. Hey, hey, hey! Say that. Say that for later on in the show. We oh, got okay. You know, so that that spirit. <laughs> I I can I think that we would just have a good time together and you know all not all work you know have play ha, play well play hard too together so those would be two because I see you know their careers they're young and their careers are still flourishing but if I could say I could work with anybody and it would be my dream it would be Beyonce obviously oh, I'm gonna you, you got all ladies where's the brothers you ain't got no love for the bros. I'm the ultimate feminist. I'm the ultimate feminist. So yes, I'm. Oh, if you, if come you on, think, show us yeah. some love, baby. Yeah. <laughs> See, one thing about yeah, okay. If I could say a male, I want to work with a with a powerful man that has a his, has a track record of pulling women up, you know, and bringing women to the forefront. If he's not doing the work behind you know, empowering women and putting us in positions and leaderships and executive roles, then I don't know how much I would want to really work for that, for, for, for a guy like that. But yeah, and that's I hard. someone, hmm, <clears throat> who would it that's be? So You're on the spot. I know. She, she named them girls right off the top. And yeah. I'm a person. I love women. I'm always <laughs> uplifting. But, like, come on. Like, give the brother some love now. We, we need some love, too. We ain't always strong. We need a hug sometimes. Come on. Give us some. Mm. Who, what, guys? <laughs> I don't even have any, like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. Wiz Khalifa. Yeah. Oh, I love Wiz. Wiz. It, I it, absolutely love him. Yeah, I, that's who it would be. I love him too. I like his vibe. I like his energy. You know, he's positive. I love positive, you know, people who can, when things are bad, they still have a positive energy and have a good outlook on things, you know. I can't be around Debbie Downers. Like people, yeah, drag, drag, it'll drag my energy down. So 
from what I can see, I, he he's definitely that one that always has a positive spirit and and positive, mm-hmm. uplifting things to say. So I would say with. Yeah, we yeah. got the mail. We got the mail. Hey, we, we, we got we, we got some brother love, man. I just you know wanted to just wanted to make sure we was getting a little bit, you know. What I mean? But um, so what is the first thing you know you do when you open your eyes? Like the first thing that you before you even get out your bed, what's the first thing that you do with your day? You know, like meditate, pray. Let let us know how Keisha wake up and start her day. I, that's exactly. I definitely pray. I thank God. And it's specific every day. Thank God. Thank you, Lord, for waking me up this morning. That that's just standard. Um, I'll definitely lay in bed. I'm I'm a slow person to get out of bed sometimes. So um I'll lay there for at least 15 to 20 minutes and just calibrate and get my thoughts together. And that's a form of meditation because obviously thinking about where it's not an it's setting intentions in med and been a meditative state, but definitely, you know, just clear my head and um I like to drink um warm lime water with a little bit of ginger in it, um, to get my day started and definitely a cup of coffee after that. Okay, okay, okay. So Parma, I know you ready to fire because you was you was probably over there like hey, hey stop asking questions. <laughs> I'm ready to fire off. Oh, I still got bullets in this gun. Go ahead, let me fall back on. <laughs> I just had a brain fart. Oh my goodness. What was I going to ask you, Keisha? Um, oh, oh, I remember now. I remember <laughs> that was a quick one. Um, do you have a bucket list? Uh, yeah, I do. My travel bucket list is Thailand. I love elephants. So, oh. and um, the state flower for um, Thailand is uh, the ca- acacia flower, or I believe that's how you say it. It's C A S S I A, and it's um, it's a tree, and mm-hmm. it's um, um, it's a cinnamon tree. And I would in in India and in Thailand, they're called golden shower trees, and yellow's my favorite color. And I would love to go there to see the golden shower trees and um and see the elephants. And that that's my bucket list travel. And I say that at the top of my list because it's just like I could just see myself there and just in love. I have traveled internationally to Beijing. I studied abroad in college and um I fell in love with the Asian culture. Um, obviously it being the oldest civilization. So going to Thailand, I feel like it'll still bring that Asian Eastern vibes um, to me. But um, as far as my bucket list in terms of what I would want to do, my, I want to, I want to go to the Grammys. I want to get dressed up and walk the red carpet with an artist that I have helped make, help make successful, you know, working with. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Speak it into existence. Speak it into it. Like it's already here, like she's saying. I want to go to, yeah, I want to go to the Grammys. I want to go to Clive Davis um, Grammy, pre-Grammy party. Um, (laughs) I want to be in those rooms with um, some of my favorite musicians as well as um, be able to be there because I'm contributing or adding value to that that room as well. You just don't want to go there as a guest. You want to go yeah, to like, hey, I'm here. Exactly. I belong here. I've been in the room. Yeah. Like, hair done, nails done, toes did, white tone up, everything did, right? Yeah. You, you knew yeah, what I was doing. And, and I clean up nicely. So, I'm mad at that. Mm-hmm. I'm mad at that. Yeah. You should. We, we, we too grown not to be cleaning up nicely, man. Yeah. I'm so, 
I, I, could, I could see you and, and that's going to happen. You know, everything, you know, first and foremost, you got faith in God and we got to, our words have power. So we definitely have to, you know, speak things into existence and also work it. So, you know, with your work ethic and, you know, everything is going to happen. Um, All right. All right. All right. Um, What are your goals? Um, You know, short term, like two years, five years, and then, and then your ultimate end goal, like where do you want to end? And, you know, like, stop and kind of not like really necessarily stop but you know be at a chill place and like oh, all right I, I i completed my goal so just give us you know those like quick things quick little rundown of like i said like two years five years and 10 years i'll just say um my two-year goal would be to build my brand clearly around um where what i'm doing within as it's relating to music so if that's starting off with this artist and doing publicist work and venturing off into um, other things like artist management or artist development, as I continue to hone in on those skills, I can see myself being in that arena of um, a supportive role and a, um, a trusted advisor, as they say, like in a management, you know, it's a trusted advisor, someone you can consult for. And, and as you move towards those five-year goals and gaining those experiences, obviously you're going to gain a testimony because with anything you do, you're going to have to go through some things. I don't think that it's going to be an easy road for me being such a novice, but I'm ready to get my, um, roll my sleeves up and, um, and get there. And so I can see myself, you know, five years have, having gained that experience, expanded my network, you know, and, um, having those right connections that I can continue to help elevate and, and, and artists, young, you know, more independent artists, possibly, you know, the next big thing, you know, we gotta, I know, it's going to be a someone after Megan that's coming up. Hopefully I'll be connected to that person or that. You already that yeah. <laughs> that, um, and help foster and, you know, some growth in around someone's career. And then I would say the 10 year goal would be me being able to give back. Um, obviously having gained all that experience, um, I'm, um, my leadership style is serving leadership, which is the leadership style of Jesus Christ. I definitely lead by serving. I love to help. And um, I can see myself just giving back to younger people, aspiring, um, giving opportunities through my company. Obviously, if the, the, but when the media company grows or the public company grows that I can train and, and um, bring other people on board and give other minority women opportunities out that would be my ultimate goal is to create job creation and and opportunities for young women it's particularly that has have overcome things to get to to get to the where they are today right that's dope that's dope and you know just being transparent and and sharing your story because it's nothing like transparency coming from you know adults because sometimes kids think we wasn't kids and we you know we didn't do the things and they might look at us now and we might have it all together now but like hey even as adults we still not all together but it's just y'all looking at us like oh you know y'all got this and that but it's like look at it at a point in my life sit down <laughs> sit down let me pour you a glass of water and you know let's let's talk about so you know god is gonna all the all everything that you're talking about is, is going to come to fruition we're going to speak it out um we're going to speak it into existence here on thinking outside of the box hey karma i got um I have some more like personal questions. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just shoot I'm gonna just shoot off at her real quick, and then if you Go got any it. more, if, if any more things you got, you can jump you can jump on. And um, so all right, um, um, oh that 
Moscato, no, 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 white or um, white or a uh, dark wine, sweet or a uh, sour wine, sweet wine, white, sweet liquor. wine, sweet wine, oh, white liquor, um, dress, dress, tight fit, tight form fitting dress or nice form fitting jeans, frequent dress. Oh, 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 yes, bring it out. Oh, oh, hey, 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 yo, yo, wow. And what is your favorite like nail polish, like to get on your nails, your feet, and you know, some of your favorite accessories? Like, how would you, how would you doll yourself up if you was going out, you know, not somewhere elegant, but just on a nice little date? How, how would, how would freaking Keisha come to me? Let me know. Okay, okay, put it on the table. I, I mentioned I'm pretty consistent with with, with uh, a lot of things, and yellow is one of them. I love 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 yellow, so I normally um, keep yellow on my natural nails. I don't. I I started getting my nails done at a very young age, so I'm not mm-hmm. really into the whole clappers, whatever they call them. You know, long nails or so. Oh, I no just, no. Ha- I, my natural nails grow pretty nicely, and so I just have some um, gel polish and with uh, yellow. And I put the golden, um, not golden, but sparkles, gold sparkles on it. That's my that's my go-to. Um, I really don't switch it up too much past that uh, okay. recently because it brings me a lot of joy to have yellow around me. So having yellow on my nails has been really cool doing it consistently for a good minute. My nail tech's always like, same thing, same thing, same thing. Yes, yeah, same thing. Okay, just give me rice so I can get it back in. <laughs> because um, yeah, I really don't switch it up like I don't honestly switch it up often I, I that's one place where I can consistently have something that that help that that helps that makes me feel happy and obviously I don't change my um you know nail color off I mean every two weeks so if I keep it the same I can uh have that and I and I enjoy that um what else I am a dress person i love dresses so that's why i said you that was a great way you said dress or or dressing down i I wear dresses like i have tons and tons of dresses whether they're maxi dresses or sundresses or you know formal dresses so i will wear a dress and i would have some heels on and what else I like hoops, gold hoops. That's my I'm right there with you. Yeah, gold hoops. <laughs> I mean, I wear my gold hoops and I have my my necklaces. I don't really change out my jewelry. I, I love gold and um so I just wear the same jewelry and uh may change my watch out. I may change take my Apple Watch off and put on my more formal watches. But I love okay. watches as well. So um I collect, you know, I wouldn't say collect, but I have several different watches that I that I'll switch out on and Gucci Guilty would be what I'll pull up smelling like. That's my that's Ooh. my go. Yes, my that's my go to uh, perfume. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but that's it. That, I I'll probably have on some dress and some heels, and of course my hair is definitely you know I actually have a a natural Lovely. afro, but I wear a okay. lot of weave. Um, I wear braids a lot and I wear weave, so um, I would probably have my you know my hair will definitely be 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 on point. Yes, boy shorts, boy shorts of pants, boy shorts of thongs. Ooh, yes. getting personal there. Okay, boy shorts day to day, but I day have to have up. a thong on with a dress because us ladies don't want that penny line. Oh, so, yeah, uh-huh. you know, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I'm definitely not walking around every day in a thong, it's not happening. Okay, all right, okay. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, we 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 gotta lighten the mood. We we always so serious, and you know, we 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 have fun too. You know, what I'm saying not too much, but um, you told me a story, right? Mm-hmm. About the boat. Tell the people the story about the boat. <laughs> Please Listen, tell the people the story get... about the boat. Okay. Shout out to my best friend, um, Rose. Shout out to my friend Crystal. So we went out on a boat um, about a month ago, and um, I can't swim. And I've just been going through this more, you know, just growth period. And I've always been had a fear of water and just stayed away from boats and and just really never did the the, the water thing. I was always the person sitting back and I told myself before I got on board I was like I'm getting in today how I was gonna make it if I was gonna survive I had no clue I just was gonna trust in the Lord so we get on the boat and I get my life jacket and (laughs) I go up it's a top deck it's a um, slide and everybody's looking at me like are you serious you about to do this you know and I'm like looking at everybody like yeah I'm about to do it I had his life jacket on. Hopefully it saves my life. And um, I got on the slide and I literally just slid into Lake Travis, which is a huge lake. It's a deep lake and I cannot swim. <laughs> and uh-uh. the, the the life vest, like I didn't have it clipped right. So instead of it staying close to my body, the front of it like lifted out. So it was in front of me. And so when I hit the water, I just, I, I I was so scared. I started to panic. I thought I was about to drown. I didn't know what to do next. And I have on my class ring and it started to slip off my finger. And that's what helped me like snap out of it and was like, you're going to have to save yourself. Like, you're about to, not only are you about to lose this ring, you're about to lose your life. So I could hear my best friend, um, I could hear her saying, Swim to me, swim to me, kick your feet, kick your feet, um, move your arms. And I and and I could once I saw her face, it brought some peace over me. And I literally just started to kick my feet and move my arms. And obviously the life jacket was supporting me as well. And I made it back to the edge of the boat. And I survived. But I don't think that was the smartest thing to do based on telling the story afterwards. People was like, I can't believe you did that. Don't do that again. That was not smart. I was like, hey, I'm still here to tell the story. <laughs> you are a survivor. <laughs> hey, yeah, that was, that took, that took some courage. You know what I mean? It was like, a lot of courage. It, it, it took did, a it lot took... of courage. I was so scared. I'm not even going to front. I was scared. I didn't know what was going to happen. I was just praying to God that the people around me would care enough about my life that they wouldn't let me die out there that day. And they didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that, that's cool. You but the same way you jumped out of the jet, you know what I mean? That's the, that's the same way we had to jump out of the jet as far as, you know, on business ventures and just life period because sometimes we always waiting for the right moment and you know, you never know when the right moment was. Like you said, you was on the boats and you ain't know how to swim, but you just were like, you know what? I'm going to go for it tonight. And, you know, thank God that, that you was able, even though the vest was on wrong, thank God that, you know, you was able to, um, to you know, make it home. So, like I said, just thank God and, and just just thank you for just having that courage. And see, that that's the type of courage that you need that's going to, propel you to all the places that you that you want to get and that you are going to get you know what i mean like i said we're going to speak that into existence over here and 
Oh man, it is what it is. You, the show, the show is fun, man. It's your, your spirit, your spirit, your spirit is excellent. We gonna jump into a um a few topics. I don't know if y'all heard um Jam Master Jay. You know y'all we all know Jam Master Jay, the great DJ from Run DMC, was murdered in um 2002, and they found it's been about what's this, oh, 2020, so it's been about 18 years, and they found mm-hmm. the killer today, well, it wasn't today, I think it was, like, yesterday or something, it was yesterday or Monday, I they found, Monday. They, yeah, Monday, they, they found this killer, but what was crazy to me was, why they killed him, they was like, he had, he was selling drugs, and he had kilos of drugs, and I was like, I'm looking at Jam Master Jay, like, I wouldn't look at you like that, and I don't look at one day, because y'all didn't promote that in your music, so that's why maybe I was I was looking, but you never know, people, you never know, people live, you know, double lives, and I was like, when I was reading the article, I'm like, damn, that's crazy, like. Yeah, the real ones don't want you to know what they're doing. Right, exactly. That's how your right hand should never know what your left hand doing, but when I, when I just saw it, like, it was just like, whoa, like, damn, Jay, but I was like, you know, regardless of, you know, what whatever it is, like, people, nobody deserves to to take somebody's life, not unless, you know, you feel threatened, not unless it's mano and mano, or, you know, somebody's threatening somebody in your family, and you got to do what you got to do, but, you know, like, whatever, leave that alone, you know what I mean? Because even if you don't get caught, you know, by the police or the authorities, God, God, your, your judgment day is going to come from God. So, you know, be careful of, of the things that you do out here and just, you know, I'm just glad that, you know, that they was caught. But like I said, just reading the article about the, um, about, about the whole situation was just like shocking. It was, just to see it, yes. it was you, sad too. Because, right. Um, the guy that was accused of being the killer or one of the guys, um, he was even sleeping on Master J's sofa days before the killing happened. Like right. he, he was his friend. It's like it, it's insane. Like who can you trust if you turn around? You know your homie has a gun pointed to your head and wants to kill you in cold blood. It's yeah. it's an that's, insane story. That's who. That's who always you know do it to you. The people, the people that's you know close to you, and the people that you think will never do it. They seem to be the ones that you know always um do it. So, like I said, you know I'm glad they. You know they court and they bring justice. His his mom, Jam Master Jay, I think his brothers passed away. His mom passed away. So the only people that was left, you know, to see this justice is his wife, and I think it said, I think it was three children, if I'm not mistaken. So you know they they still around, and you know that'll bring some peace. It, it won't never bring you back physically, but you know just to to know that somebody was captured in a murder, you know that's a good thing. So. Thank God for that, man. Good job. Y'all, y'all, y'all did something right. Good job out there, authorities. Very good job. Exactly. And I know Daryl McDaniels, he um he was all he also spoke out and sent his condolences to the family as well. So that definitely was uh, not a blessing, I should say, but I you know, they don't deserve to be out and just get away with this cold blood, especially if they had witnesses. It's insane that it took 18 years when there was another witness in the room who was asked to lay down while the killing happened. It's just a little fishy to me. Right, yeah. The witness, he he must have had something to, you know, like a, a slight part because either, okay, if you're going, to, if you being from the streets, you either, somebody make you lay it down and you know, and, and you in the street gang, you know what I mean? The politics of the streets, like, 
oh, it's no way you're going to lay me down and I know it's you. I'm coming back at you. Or if you're a law-abiding citizen and somebody lay it down and you know what it is, you're going to tell the cops. So it's one or two it's one or two options you're going to take. And, you know, he, I don't know, like you said, like that's fishy, like for somebody mm-hmm. to let you, let you live. Like, oh man, like why, 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 why he died? Why did let you live? So, yeah, it was personal and definitely there's more to it. There's more to it as usual, right? It's 2020. Yeah. We're finding out everything. Yeah, it's, 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 it's always, oh man. So, all right, this is the raunchy part of the show. This is grown folks. Tuck your kids away, people. You know what I mean? Make sure your kids not close listening to this because this is where it gets raunchy. Um, it's <laughs> <laughs> adult time thinking outside the box. Yeah. Hey, yep, it's, it's, a, it's adult time, man. I wish I had some some music to kind of, you know, groove us into that. But anyway, um, it was a young lady. Her name is, I believe, is IJ. And you know the NBA recently just started back up. And so they're down to Lando in the bubble. I don't know how long they've been in the bubble. They might have been in the bubble since June. So I don't know if this happened while she was in the bubble. And I don't know what her purpose was telling this. But she was on the show. I think it was the number 22 podcast. And, and she just spoke out and just like, hey, you know, I slept with I slept with seven NBA basketball players, one after one. I'm like. And then they asked well, her who no, not sleeping, not sleeping. She said that she yeah, just was, sucked all seven of them off. None of them right. like touched her punani. Oh, oh yeah, oh they did say. Oh, so, oh so she was just giving out te- Teddy Topple. Oh, yes, wow. the sloppy toppy from AJ. No, oh, in so, and they walked in on the middle of her already having sex with the guy that works for the team. So they were just getting lit, and she has no regrets. I mean, uh, like, I mean, like to each his own, but I'm just like, like, what was your, like, what was your purpose? Is that your claim to fame? What was your purpose to telling that? And Keisha, I'm going to swing this one right to you because you, you over there, you over there quiet. (laughs) How much, how much money, how much, how much, how many coins would it take for you or how drunk and high would you have to be to take on the whole Phoenix Suns basketball team, basically. <laughs> First of all, I've been raised, so zero dollars will ever be able to have that to happen to me. Um, that's just not my thing. So I can't speak for anyone else, but hopefully it helped her get to where she's trying to get. But that I have too much dignity and respect for myself to even go towards anything like that. So you're one on one. You you a personal pan pizza, huh? She said she said this this a this a one on one thing. It ain't no it ain't no team. Ain't no whole team. Uh, ain't, 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 ain't no team. Ain't no ain't no I and team, baby. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. Uh-uh. I don't like sharing. I'm 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 pretty selfish. I like what I I like what I like, and I like it to myself. <laughs> hey, I I ain't mad at that. I just and I like when I read the article, and I'm just like. My thing is, like I said, like, you know, to each his own. Like, I'm not God, so I'm I'm not here to judge nobody. And we've all, you know, fallen short in sin and still sin. But it's like, what was your point? Like, you know what I mean? Like, some things you keep to yourself. You know what I'm saying? Especially, like, all right, maybe if it's your friends or maybe it's somebody that you, like, you could talk to them. But, like, why are you putting it out? That's my whole thing. Like, what, what was the point of you? Well, there you go. Come on now. I was just, yes, that's what I was about to say. Um, well, you well, gotta talking about putting yourself you out there. Have a tape. <laughs> Kim, K, Kim, K, Kim K came with a he tape. Wants to be and it was like, uh, he wants to keep it to the mouth. 
But I mean, like you saying, like if she want to be Kim K, like Kim K showed and proved, even though that Kim K take was dead, she was just she was just laying there. I guess she was just off of, off of, off her prettiness. She she figured she ain't had to do nothing. That was the most boringest tape. Like, is this supposed to be a flick? Like, no. Nah. <laughs> like, like, like I don't know what type of flick he was doing, Kim K. But uh, man, like, but I J, like, you know, the you know all the publicity and everything that you was. That you wanted Open while putting it. that story out because nobody nobody cared to know and they said an Instagram model like I can't believe Instagram does Instagram pay people for modeling do y'all know you you can get on a baseline where you're able to you know branch off to certain companies with certain companies I'm, I don't know about Instagram specifically I'm pretty sure because you know how they have YouTubers and whatnot. But I think they do have a foundation to where if you get up there enough, you you can't profit from it. But I saw that she has an OnlyFans page. I went to go follow her page. And so she's definitely yeah. out there. You know, it's it's a new era now. People will pay for sex and not hesitate. OnlyFans. Come on, man. Come on, Keisha and Carmen. When y'all get your OnlyFans page, man? 26 dollars oh, no, no, no. $26.99. No, no, $26.99. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need any subscribers. I got enough people trying to do it for free. <laughs> so interesting 26. enough. Interesting enough, I was reading someone's post today and they were mm-hmm. so the post said if she has the OnlyFans, smash and pass. So I was yeah, so they it, don't get respect. Yeah. And um it was actually a lady on there that had uh that brought a strong point of view is that it's other people having OnlyFans aside from people who are selling porn or doing that nature. Like they have cooking shows, they have people, you know, with other skill sets. So it's not just totally, and right. I didn't know that I was right. that today that it was other ways that you can, like, so when you said get your OnlyFans, I'm like, what type of dedicated differentiation thing that I could be, you could be doing that would set you apart to where someone would want to subscribe and see what you do day to day, like cooking, you know, I, I had no clue. I thought that was just for people to promote, you know, their sexual activities, but clearly it's not. So um, I don't have any reason to have an OnlyFans account, but I do know, you know, people <laughs> pay those monthly subscriptions. <laughs> yeah. to... and, and, and that's a hell of a way to, you know, to, to get somebody jumping, you show your shoulder and say, more content that only fans and now you get them to your only fans like you said you're cooking so so i found that out i think uh, like a couple of days ago too because i was thinking like i was under the um uh misconception of you like you was too like i'm like you know it's just a sexual page but it's like no it's not like i said you can lure people in hook line sink and you know bait them so you could be like, yeah, you know, show a little leg, and they be like, oh, look at Keisha, look at Karma leg, and you get you get them on there, and you showing them all your behind the scenes publicist work you doing paperwork, and they can't unsubscribe for at least a month. So at least for a month, they paying the subscription. So like, whoever kind of came up with that was, you know, kind of smart. Matter of fact, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna make me OnlyFans tonight. Y'all playing around, y'all y'all playing too much. <laughs> y'all playing too much, man. We'll see. We're good. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take it. I'm I'm a, I'm a lawyer man, and I'm gonna get them hooked, and I'm gonna you know promote the podcast and promote everything else. And they're gonna be like, I know the, they're gonna be um, they're gonna be happy. The they're gonna be happy. They can my OnlyFans. They're gonna be like, oh man, you know my OnlyFans is gonna be a networking platform. It's like, yo, I'm here for you. Blase, blah, this, that, and the third. They think they're gonna see me with my little skinny self with my shirt off and my little four pack. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, oh, no, like, I'm come a, check I'm out a, thinking a, outside I'm the box. 
Right, right, yeah. right. Oh, God. I like, oh, now you're here. Let me tell you about this. Nigga, I'm like, what? I thought it was. <laughs> oh, well, we had, check our latest episode of Thinking Outside of the Box with Entrepreneur Keisha Chambers. And make sure you go follow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and we're like, damn. But, you know, like, like, it's 2020, man, to each its own. And thank you so much, Keisha, you know, for coming, for coming, rocking with us on the Wednesdays. It's been fun, as usual, you know. Yes. Karma, I know you out there. It's still early where you at. It's about 7 o'clock. Keisha, yeah. it's about 9 o'clock where you at. And it's about 10 o'clock. None of us are going to sleep, period, once we get off of this. But, you know, I ain't going to take up too much more of you ladies' time. I'm going to go ahead and let you... Or, you know, give out your social media and any other websites, any other contact information that you have so these people can, you know, contact y'all. You know, let first let them see on Instagram. Let them see how, how beautiful y'all are. And then, you know, they get to know y'all from the inside. And they be like, hey, you know, they're even more beautiful inside. And they got fan, only fans. So, <laughs> but, but, but go ahead. <laughs> Whoever wants now, Keisha, you the guest. Go ahead, the Keisha. Guest. Yes, I'll let you. We'll let you go. You can follow me on Instagram at Kendrick Keisha K I N D R E D K E I S H A. Shoot me any messages, DMs, positive, uplifting. If you are a new up and coming artist and you're looking for someone to work with you and help you get your um going, um, contact me. I'm willing to work with you as well so um facebook i'm at keisha chambers k-e-i-s-h-a-c-h-a-m-b-e-r-s yes everybody show love make sure you follow Kendrick, where did that come from <laughs> what you say i said where did kendrick come from is that just your spirit that's what that's what that means yes the yellow okay great question um so i'm a fan <laughs> of light skin keisha right so okay. our names are spelled the same. And I thought it was really cool how you had something that was about you and then connected to Keisha because Keisha obviously is a staple in the culture, right? If you're a Keisha, you know a Keisha. You can't forget a Keisha. So I um I had literally changed my Instagram name several times trying to figure out what would stick. I actually had Kaziah Sunshine before this one. And it just yeah, didn't, get that out of here. It didn't feel like home. Like it didn't feel like right for it don't to be sound building. Like home it, it didn't exactly. <laughs> so um Kindred obviously means connected. And so I thought about it. That can also translate to connected Keisha. I'm very connected to the source, to God. I'm very connected to my family, to my to everything I do, I'm passionate about. But more than anything, I know I'm always can find a, a kindred soul. So that's why I have that also on there. I'm a kindred soul. I don't feel like I've met any strangers. If you're a human and you're a good person, I can connect with you, you know, because that's just who I am as a person. I don't deal with classes and colors and things of that nature if you are a good person we can connect our souls so I thought that that was very fitting for my personality um when I chose Kendrick Keisha so that's where it came from I love it I love it and make sure that I'm gonna show love 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 Kendrick Keisha and for those of you listening who want to follow me as well get on my Instagram underscore karma's dreaming underscore i'm also on facebook under melanie tassion show love show love show love cool cool cool
cool. And before I give out my information, I want to give a shout out to one of our past guests and all the ladies. Make sure y'all go follow her. Her name is Natisha. And and Keisha, I, I apologize. I gave you the wrong information, but she did tell me y'all been connecting. And it's tomorrow. She she does a lot, you know. So make sure y'all go, you know, follow her and anybody that want to do some networking because I'm all about, you know, hooking people up and anybody that comes to this platform, y'all always more than welcome to come back. Y'all family, you know, once you're here, you're not a guest no more, you become family. So you ain't even got to knock on the door. You can just come right on in. So everybody who I'm, who where I keep saying, ah, I'm tripping. There's no I and T. Everybody we have on the show, you know, we're going to we're going to connect and we hope you connect with them because everybody that we bring on the show, they're doing something. They're doing a lot of positive things. And just you never know. You could be in Cali. She's like Kendrick Keisha is in um, is in um, Texas. You know what I mean? Everything is big down in Texas. Me, I'm over here in the Illa, in the Philadelphia, a.k.a. the 215. You know what I'm saying? So we. We represent all parts of the United States, all parts of the world, you know, and I want y'all to connect with these people because they don't, you know, go follow Carmen, like she said, go follow Keisha, and definitely, please, you know, give me a follow. I'm yes. on Instagram, Eddie Box one because I am the one, the only Eddie Box. you know, 215 in the building. Ho, ho, shout out, shout out. What up, hey. what up? Um, <laughs> but definitely go follow me on Instagram. I show I show plenty of love back. And once you follow me, open up my whole, especially if you got something going on, you know, I'm open up my network and give it and give it to you. And give me on Facebook too. I'm I'm just Eddie Box on Facebook. I guess Instagram, somebody, I guess somebody on Instagram had to um, you know, take the uh Somebody, it must be another Eddie Box on Instagram, but they they allowed me to get the one. I say, oh, that that's even better, a better sticking point. But on Facebook, I'm just Eddie Box, and you know, anybody wanna wanna get with me outside of the show, or you know, you wanna be a guest on the show, you can always email me, and my email is ebox five eight six at email dot com. Again, that's ebox586 at gmail.com. So, you know, please connect with us, guys. You know, you need a publicist. You need a, a account. Please get with Keisha. You need to see some eye candy. You need a, you need a video vixen. Please go get with Karma. She raps. <laughs> she sing. That's that stuff she ain't even telling y'all about. I'm about I'm 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 to interview her and pull the whole clip out of her at the end of the show. <laughs> But she, but she got many talents, and, and we all do, and you guys all do. So, you know, thank you guys so much. Like I said, for everybody that's tuned into the show and everybody that's been supporting us, keep supporting us, man. Just keep keep on. The more support we get from y'all, the more encouragement we get, the more we're going to do. And everything that we do is all for you guys. So thank you guys once again so much. I hope you guys have a blessed, peaceful Evening. Go watch some of these basketball games, ladies. I know. I don't. I don't know what you're going to do, Keisha. I, I. I know. I already know what you're going to do, Karma. I already know you. You get. You got things you got to attend to, Keisha. You probably do too. But yeah. you know, if you don't get a chance, you know, go watch some of the. Go watch some of these sports games. Go watch. Go watch some men get sweaty, play some basketball. Uplift the brothers, Keisha. Uplift us. Hey, I got y'all. I got y'all. I love my. I love my men. Okay. Hey, we appreciate that. But, but guys, like I said, you guys have an awesome, amazing night. Peace, love, blessings to you all. Peace, peace. Thank you so much. Peace out. Peace out.